welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much? It is July 21st, 1995, and we've had a great week here at Massive Late Fee. We have, and you know why we have had a great week? Because well, we saw the best movie ever in my whole life. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, we'll talk about it uh, momentarily. But first, I want to compliment you on your fabulous hair. I want to compliment you on your fabulous job dyeing my hair. It's now purple people. Yeah, purple people eaters. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's nice. I like it. I like the color. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. Maybe next time we'll do blue. That wouldn't be bad. Blue. But I like the purple because it looks kind of red. Should I dye my hair orange? No. Yellow? No. Green? Maybe. I could pull off green. I could deal with green. I could pull off green, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would make your eyes look green. Yeah, I was going to say it. Sort of match my eyes. My eyes change colors. Yeah, based on what you're wearing. So imagine what it, what your hair would do. That's true. Green hair, green eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and flying yeah. purple people. Ears. You know that old. You know that old saying. That old chestnut. <laughs> green hair, green eyes. Do I? No. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, shit. Am I missing something? <laughs> Speaking of things you don't know. The Emmy nominations came out. Ooh. That's an award for best television programs. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to hear it, really. Well, I'm not going to go through all the nominations, but the paper has, or at least Phil Rosenthal from the paper, okay. has some thoughts about some of the nominations. So HBO's The Larry Sanders Show... So he says it might be more qualified to be best drama. It's in the best comedy category. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. It's definitely a wacky show. I, I kind of get what he's saying, but because he's been he's been having a nervous breakdown for most of the season. Hmm. Gary Shandling's you know character, but I don't know. Best drama. My so called life was yes. the best drama last year, regardless of its low ratings. Life was more constantly moving than ER. I, I definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. Equally original in style and more in substance. Classic. <laughs> She's making fun of me. We'll tell you about it later. Whatever. Best actor in a comedy. Uh, the Laughing Academy always overlooks John Goodman of Roseanne. Guys like Kelsey Grammer and Tim Allen are good, but Goodman has been one of the best things about one of the best comedies on television for, uh, let's say, for too long now. Yeah, I mean, I, I Kelsey Grammer, though, Kelsey Grammer's got something going on. He's got a Jack Benny type mm -hmm. thing going yeah, on. I like him. I, but I do like John Goodman a lot. I've liked John Goodman... There there was a movie made by David Byrne of the Talking Heads called, I think it's called Real People or something like that. Okay. Excellent movie. Weird, kind of off the wall movie, but John Goodman's in that and very good in that. 
I've never even heard of it, but it sounds interesting. Maybe we should watch it. It is. It's it's interesting. Best actress in a comedy. Fran Drescher of The Nanny car- carries a show that was the toughest time period in television, 8 p.m. on Mondays. I don't know. What do you think? Fran Drescher, does she carry The Nanny? I guess. Yes. I guess she does. Absolutely. She's pretty funny, I suppose. She is. I love, I love that show. I like her, and... It's so weird if you ever hear her talk when she's not doing the nanny voice. Because she sounds normal. Yeah, she's got this like deep, kind of rich sounding voice. I don't know. She doesn't sound like this. No. <laughs> no, it kind of like blew my mind. And now every time I hear her, it ruins it for me a little bit. Have you ever heard Gilbert Gottfried speak in his real voice? No. Yeah, you know why he talks like this all the time? Sure. Gilbert Gottfried. He was the the parrot in Aladdin. Okay. I gotcha. That's not his real voice. I would hope to God that's not his real voice. But anytime you see him anywhere, that's the voice that he's doing. Huh. And it just, it seems like that's, he doesn't call attention to it or anything. It just seems like it's his real voice. But one time Howard Stern played a answering machine message that he left him Uh about being on the show or something like that in his normal voice. And he's like, he sounds like a completely normal person. It's so weird. Are we sure we can trust Howard Stern on that? I don't know. Robin agreed. Yeah, but don't I we mean, trust Robin? It could have been anybody calling and pretending to be Gilbert Gottfried. That, I guess that's true. If, if, but if that's, Howard Stern knows what his voice sounds like because he knows him personally. Uh huh. If he's telling the truth. Okay. Well, which is it then? Did someone fool Howard Stern by calling in and pretending to be Gilbert Gottfried? No. Or does Gilbert Howard, Howard Stern, you know, releasing this saying it's Gilbert Gottfried? That's what not. I'm saying. I'm saying it's Howard Stern releasing it saying that. Whatever. I don't know. What do you think about Anthony Edwards and ER? Who does he play in ER again? He's the, the main guy. The main guy. The main surgeon dude or whatever. Okay. Dr. Mark something. Okay. Um, I'm not a huge fan of ER. Yeah. I've seen it, but I'm... Me either. It's okay. Most of the girls like George Clooney. Yeah. He's the pediatrician guy. Or whatever. He works in that, the NICU or something. I don't know. I mean, it's a good show, and they're all good actors, so... Yeah, they're fine. I don't begrudge any of them. A nomination. Best Actress Drama, Claire Danes. Yes. Get it, Claire. I hope so. And then Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy, Rip Torn, as the Larry Sanders Show dude. The guy from Larry... I know you don't watch the Larry Sanders Show. Oh, because again, I'm poor. No cable. That's true, HBO. Yeah. You have no idea what I'm talking no about. No idea. <laughs> That's the HBO. So, like, that'll show when a movie's going to come on. It's not that funny. Shit. When a movie's going to come on, it's like they got a camera and they're going down the street of the city and, and everything, and it's all dark and stuff. And you're like, you know, like, and the, the music starts to build and everything, and the, the big HBO logo starts, like, rising up on the horizon and everything. That's great. Wow. Sounds awesome. You got to watch a movie at my house with cable. One yeah, time. you have to show me this HBO thing. You come over to watch things all the time, and then we just never actually yeah, see anything. No, we, we, we do not. 
Speaking of going over to somebody's house and not seeing anything, uh, <laughs> Charlie Sheen, Uh-oh. his testimony in the Heidi Fleiss trial it has been released. Did Now, for those of you unfamiliar, Heidi Fleiss is a Hollywood madam. She's got a big black book full of prostitutes and then a big black book full of celebrities that want to be with those prostitutes. Okay. And she takes one from one book and puts it together with one from another book, and then they pay her, and some of the money goes to that prostitute, and then the rest of the money goes to her. Right. And now I've just explained to you how uh, pimping works. Exactly, yes. (laughs) But Charlie Sheen apparently appeared all over this book. He, he he ordered the sampler platter of prostitutes. Right. Assistant U.S. Attorney Mark Holscher and Alexandro Margahas said, said Fleiss, 27, also admitted involvement in the alleged money laundering. So money laundering, she's also on trial for, in statements she made to them last fall. But they declined to prosecute her, uh, Holscher said, when she agreed to testify in the case. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it's not that weird because she agreed to testify or whatever. But, I mean, like, I think it's kind of crap that, like, first of all, who is on trial right now? Is it Fleiss? Heidi Fleiss, yes. Okay. And Oh, I should point out, sorry, when I said Fleiss, this is uh, Shana Fleiss, who is Heidi Fleiss's sister. She was the one accused of money laundering, and they dropped the charges, and she's testifying against, against her, her sister. sister. Yeah. And Charlie Sheen is not in trouble because he's testifying. Yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's, no, I don't think he's really in trouble. You know, I mean, I, he could be, I suppose. I don't know if they're going to try to prosecute all the people who were the Johns, quote unquote. Of course who, they're not because they don't care about that because they're men. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, unfortunately, it's it's so unfair, but when it comes to prostitution, it's always the women that are getting arrested mm-hmm. and nothing happens to the dudes. Yeah. And he's going to probably just be all fine and happy. And, and girls will probably still date him, even though they know he's like a walking STD because he's cute and has money. You think so? You think that he's still going to be popular with ladies? I bet. Mm, I don't know. Bet you any money. I bet you any money he has at least like a three more ex-wives before we're, we're done with him. But anyone truly beautiful? Well, he's pretty. You think that like... So you, I, what I'm saying is... I think in the past, before all this scandal came out, that Charlie Sheen may have been able to charm a young starlet, uh, you know, younger than himself, and, and to, into marrying him. I don't know if that's going to happen now. I can't imagine like a 45-year-old Charlie Sheen marrying like a 25-year-old, you know, young, beautiful starlet and having a family with her. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think he might be able to pull it off. Well, we'll see. I don't know. But, yeah. So, the, the the biggest part that's coming out about this is just that scandal. I don't have any any problem with Heidi Fleiss. I don't really have any problem with prostitution, to be honest with you. I think it should be legal and regulated and, yeah. and made safe. It's the oldest profession. And apparently Heidi Fleiss was good to her bottom bitch and the rest of the, the rest of her stable. Uh, good for her? I don't know all the vernacular, but... That was a lot of vernacular right there. I'm kind of curious um, how you know this. Like, I'm a little worried now. <laughs> and you were joking about going and getting your dick sucked last week, but... Wow. wow. Now we're 
delving deeply into the prostitution stuff. My uncle was a pimp. <laughs> okay. He, he said it wasn't easy, though. I, I would imagine. Seems infinitely easier than being a prostitute, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. So, uh, before we get on to the main thing, I wanted to bring back the Massive Love. It's been a Yay. while since we've done it. I love Massive Love. And I think, well, that's appropriate. Everyone <laughs> loves Massive Love. <laughs> So, do you want to start in the male-seeking male section, the alternative section, seniors? See, there's a seniors section? Yeah, there's only two people in there, though. I want to hear a senior one. Okay. Uh, Owasso area, WWWM. I don't know what that means. Okay. See, on the World Wide Web? WWW, so widowed, white, what? Well, he's got to be a widower, because it's a dude, so... White. What, widowered? Widower. Yeah, widowered. I think it's widowed. A widow is a woman. A widower is a man. I understand that. I think it's widowered. (sighs) Whatever. (laughs) Like Bob Widowered. (sighs) He was famously, his wife was famously dead. Okay. And Richard Nixon. Those are the two things I know about. Okay, white, widowered, Washtenaw County? I don't know. What's the other W? I don't know. Maybe this is actually a wrestling ad. White. Yeah. (laughs) 6'5", 25-inch pythons. That's a, that's a, um, (laughs) that's a Hulk Hogan reference because you said wrestling. He put, okay. No, he didn't write that. Okay. Okay. Owasso area, www.m. <laughs> Six feet, 180 pounds. That's, those are good proportions. Seeking non-smoking female, 45 to 65. It's a big range. Yeah. For relationship, dancing, and fun times. Huh. And then there, the next one is single white female, very senior. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> She's 80. Active, attractive, mixed, or retired professional seeking friend for company. I don't think these two would hit it off. No. He wants some action. And because he's, you know, he's willing to go as low as 45. And he wants dancing. He's probably 65. Yeah. She just wants someone to sit next to her and watch Jeopardy. Right. She wants a cuddle buddy. (laughs) Aw, you're my cuddle buddy. Yeah, that's true. I watch Jeopardy with you. So, yeah, we do that sometimes. I'll hold your hand when we're 85. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, alternate lifestyles. Absolutely very classy. Alrighty. Why? Why? <laughs> First of all. say classic. Yeah, exactly. First of all, adverbs are the devil. The worst words to ever exist. And you're starting your ad with one. Profe- uh, absolutely very classy, professional, single white male, 6'2", 49, seeking a singled or married female for discreet, uncomplicated, adult fun. Alrighty. You know, they charge by the letter or the word or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Why not just write sex? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. We all know what you're talking about. You got to play the game. I guess. 
You can't, I mean, you can't just come right out. They, if they wanted to, they could put that on a sandwich board and walk down Seven Mile and Woodward. <laughs> they'll, they'll get what they want there. But I guess. <laughs> they're not going to get a phone call from this paper with just three letters. Adventurous. Oh, wait, no, let's see. Yeah, adventurous, divorced, white male. Six feet. There's a lot of tall people here. Yeah. Brown slash blue. What? Brown, Brown hair, hair, blue, blue eyes. eyes. Okay. Attractive look. Attractive. That's subjective. Looking for something new and exciting. Are you an adventurous single or couple? Let's talk. Now, until they said couple, I thought he might have meant like, you know, going kayaking or, <laughs> you know. Or skydiving. Right. I don't know, for me, kayaking would be adventurous, but yeah, I guess <laughs> skydiving would, would work for most people. <laughs> oh, adventure? You mean like water skiing? Right. You mean something outside and <laughs> I got to move? That's an adventure right there. Oh, they got a new acronym here. Married couple seeking B-I-F, by female Okay. 30 to 50. Ooh. Who's clean, discreet, and down to earth for friendship and fun. So they want to actually like you before they fuck you. I guess. Yeah, the, there you go. You just wrote an ad. Like you before we fuck you. <laughs> I want to put an ad in the paper and see what kind of responses we get. We want to have things in common before there are things in you. Wow. What? Too far? <laughs> I just got a mental picture with that it. Across the line? I got a mental picture. When that happens, it's never good. What would our ad say if we put an ad in there? Because you said you wanted to do an ad. Or you want to just do one solo. No, I think we should do one together. How old are we going to say we are? Young. Young, attractive yeah, couple. Young. Not non-specific. and discreet. Yeah. We have to be. Seeking Biff. Okay. <laughs> For Biff from Back to the Future. Right. It has to be that person. <laughs> Thomas Wilson specifically. For Oh wait, wait, wait. Because we're inexperienced, we need to put in that we're curious. Curious. Yes. Curious, clean, discreet. Right. <laughs> Seeking Biff for adventure. And whatever comes next. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's too <laughs> We're leading them on that way. What's happening after this adventure? (laughs) Well, we've established... They're not moving in. We've established that adventure for you is taking a walk. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm saying, you know, in in ad world, adventure is sex, so... Is it? Isn't it? I guess. It's a long way. Fun? Yeah. Well, I would assume it's fun. Fun is usually, I think, the euphemism they use for sex. Adventure, I think, is... Kinky sex. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, that, that's probably, yeah, I think we cracked the code. Well, to me, like, three people, that's kinky sex, so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know what we don't have anymore? Huh? Is Asalaamu Alaikum. <laughs> I miss Asalaamu Alaikum. Yeah, he, I think he started his nation. <laughs> so keep an How's eye that out. How's that going? Keep an eye out for that new nation. <laughs> You should you should write us assalamualaikum at uh yeah late fee. late fee nineteen ninety four at aol dot com. Do it. Let us know how it's going. Yep, we want to know. <laughs> how long do you think it would ta- take to start a nation that way? He's asking for one woman and one man. 
Okay. So, and the thing is, you can only knock up a woman once. So it's like, even if he's throwing himself in the mix, she can have more than one child. I mean, one one guy at a time. <laughs> at a time, right? Yeah, like I mean, if he had like multiple women, I could see it being easier to start the nation. Oh, for sure. So it seems weird to me because I don't think he's in it for the sex, but he wants to, to watch. Maybe I don't. know. I think he's in it for the religious <laughs> instruction. Right, but I mean, he wants a bunch of people. It would be easier if he had more than one woman. He wanted one guy and one girl. To start a nation, what do you think that means? That means, like, procreating, right? Yeah, that's what I would think, yeah. Or does it mean to recruit? No, I think he he wants to... I think he's looking for Adam and Eve. Okay. To start a a completely new nation. That's what I think this mentally unbalanced person (laughs) is looking to do. 18 years. You think in 18 years you could start a new nation? Well, he would have 18 people if if the lady was very fertile. Oh, and yeah. Young. 18 pregnancies, successful pregnancies. Right. That seems unlikely. Yeah. But I mean and then, you know, and 18's not a nation. And then it well, but then at 18 you got all these people that can Oh, but they're going to be siblings. No, you can't do that. Ew. I think that's what they're going to do. I think that's what he's going to do though. Yeah. Maybe he'll knock them up. Knock up the siblings. Yeah. Who, who are the boys going to sleep with? Sad. Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the most objectionable part about it. Is that the guys aren't getting laid. Not the rape or incest or brainwashing. You know what? I don't miss you anymore. <laughs> we hope you failed. <laughs> hope you're in jail where you belong. Oh, my gosh. So. We saw a movie. We saw the best movie. Yeah, tell us about this this film. Clueless. Mm-hmm. Alicia Silverstone. I love her. The girl from the Aerosmith commercials. Yes. Or, I mean... Um, commercials. Music, music videos. videos. Commercials for their, their albums. I want to live in this movie. I wish that our school was like her school. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, I want more, like dressing up and like i don't know more you're money. the dressiest person <laughs> <laughs> that would all, that would help too you know i mean this this movie seems like it could take place in orange county well, i think they're in beverly hills is that orange county yes oh my god it is see i told you we follow to the go money follow the money to orange county <laughs> so okay so share is 16 Named okay. after the singer Cher. Right. Her mother was killed in a tragic liposuction accident mm-hmm. uh, when she was a baby. So she doesn't remember her mom, which is kind of sad. She's being raised by her crazy, uh, mean lawyer dad who's actually really nice, but he just seems say, mean. It's not that mean. He just, it's Dan, it's the way Dan Hadea or whatever. What in is. the fuck was that? That's his last name. I can't pronounce it though. But it's the way he talks. Yeah. He's been in things before. He's been in things. Yeah. Okay. He's been in films before. There you go. So what what has he been in? <laughs> A watermelon. Ew. <laughs> I don't remember all the movies he's been in. I don't know. Okay. No, he's, he's, stuff. he's actually very nice, but he's like grumpy. He's gruff. Yes. Gruff is a good word. And um, she has so much money. They have so much money. He's a lawyer in Beverly Hills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or Los Angeles. Beverly Hills. Mm. 
Mm. He says everywhere in LA takes 20 minutes when when she's supposed to be coming home. Beverly Hills is uh, LA. It's the same thing. All right. Los Angeles County. So she has. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess technically then they're in LA County, they're not in Orange County. Yeah. It's close, though. Either way, California. But she has a giant closet and a computer program mm-hmm. that picks out her outfits. I want this. Can you make it? Sure. Okay. I don't know anything about computer programming or computers, <laughs> but yeah, I'll make it. Okay. Um, so that's how it starts, is her picking out her outfit that way. I would love that. I would love to have my outfits picked out by a computer. Do you think in like 20 years we'll be there? I mean, we got it. We'll all have that by then, right? Flying cars and everything. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think they'll ever make flying cars. Aww. I don't think it's logistically possible. Because, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> grimace at me. Like, I'm the one that made the laws of physics. Taking the fun out of it. No, I just, I don't know how you have lanes. How you have any kind of, you know, pay, like, what are you going to have? Air traffic control for every car yeah. in the country? It doesn't make a lot of sense. But a computer program that picks out your clothes, I could see that. So, yeah. So I want to have that. And her friend Dion picks her up. Dion. Who, Dion, like Dion Warwick, Cher yeah. and Dion. It's so funny. Um, they dress amazing and weird and cool, and Dion has the coolest hats. Um, yeah, like a bell. But neither of them have a license. They oh. both have a permit. Mm-hmm. How are they driving around together? Like he says at some point, you know, no driving around with Dion. Two uh, permits don't equal a license. But her dad bought her do a Jeep. All the time. Yeah, her dad bought her a Jeep, and she decided. That she just gets to drive it. Right. Because she owns it. It's so bizarre. Like, my mom would never let me drive until I had a license. No. I was actually the only one in my driver's ed class who uh, had never driven a car before. Really? Yeah. Not Oh, so, you, like, your parents never even took you out? No. Hmm. Not even in, like, the mall parking lot at, like, 2 in the morning? Nope. Wow. So, they're driving along. They're going to school. They go to this amazing school. And... <laughs> Shut up. Um, How detailed are we going to get with this uh, with this recap? So they're driving along, <laughs> and they're going, and it's fun, and there's some music playing, and awesome music. Cher reaches down and turns the knob on the music. Shut up. Okay. So they meet the new girl at school. Makes a left-hand turn. Yep. Played by Brittany Murphy. Br- Brittany, yeah, Murphy. Correct. Yeah. And she's from New York, and she has, like, a New, New York, York accent, and yeah. she's dressed in grunge. She's got a New Jersey accent. <laughs> yeah. Or a Long Island accent, I suppose. And uh, they decide to make her their project. Cher wants to, like, give her a makeover and get her to be popular. Mm-hmm. And she decides to set her up with um, some guy named Elton. Elton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, it doesn't, like, it's obviously not working, but she's just trying to force, like, this round peg into the square hole. Well, first, real quick. Yes. We establish that Cher is a great arguer. Yes. And someone that likes to meddle in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. Because she's in debate class with Wallace Shawn from The Princess Bride inconceivable <laughs> and she makes this argument about hate haitians uh-huh. or hadians as she calls them 
and whether or not, you know, we should accept refugees, basically. She's of the opinion that we should accept refugees, and she's like, I had this party one time, and not everyone RSVP'd, and a bunch of people showed up. So we rearranged things and made it so that we could accommodate everybody, and the United States could do the same thing, kind of. Yeah, dumb argument. It's simplistic, but it's in the right vein, I think. Yeah, but still, I don't think that you can really, and like like they said, I mean, you can't properly equate that. Mm, I, I don't know. I think you can. I think you kind of can, actually. Right. I think it's a pretty good argument, to be honest. Uh, I mean, you need more research and support, but... Well, her debate teacher uh, doesn't think that she's doing so great because she gets, what, a D? No, she's getting a C. A C. And she decides to use her skills of arguing and get her grades changed. Well, we find out that she's gotten grades that she doesn't like in pretty much every class right so she goes and argues with each of the teachers she tells her father who's a lawyer these these grades are just a jumping off point daddy and he he agrees he likes it (laughs) so she gets her p grade changed because julie brown is a lesbian apparently and and she says Cher says to her that some boy was like mean to her mean to her whatever yeah and that and then that She's like, oh, boys are all bad and stuff like right. that. And then she, you know, so she gets that great change. She goes to basically all the different teachers, but the only one that won't change his mind is Wallace Shawn. Because he's a Mr. better debater than her. Apparently, yeah. And so she decides that he's just miserable and he needs to be hooked up with one of the teachers. And so she just hooks him up with Ms. Geist. Right. Which is super cute, but I don't think it would really work in real life what they did. Mm. Well, they didn't do a lot. They put a note in Miss Geist's mailbox, mm-hmm. an anonymous note. Yep. And then they gave him a thermos of coffee and suggested he shared it with her. Mm-hmm. How is that going to get them together in real life when it's not a movie and things aren't just clicking? I think they kind of already liked each other. And Cher said to him, oh, Miss Geist was right about you. Yeah. She said, you're the only one in the school with any kind of intelligence. And you could see that he, you know, liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Very manipulative girl. Mm -hmm. But it worked. It did. So then, as you said, after we get that establishment, we we she sees the new girl and says, I'm going to fix her. Yeah. What's her name? (sighs) Besides the the actor's name, Brittany Murphy. Um, Isn't it? So it's Cher, Dion and... No, no. What the hell is her name? I don't know. I do not know. It's on the tip of my tongue, too. It's nowhere near my tongue. <laughs> well, we'll think of it. But, okay, so she's taking her under her arm. She's mm-hmm. going to make her over. And like I said, she wants to hook her up with Elton. Now, Cher said, if you choose to date a high school boy, which is a choice that all girls must make. And I totally agree. Mm-hmm. High school boys suck. Don't date high school boys. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if I should be offended or not. Right? Nobody knows. It's still nonspecific. <laughs> but I just I just generally agree with the sentiment. There can be exceptions. But. Let's say no. I'm not offended. Right. So Cher isn't dating anybody because basically she thinks she's better than all these boys. Pretty much, yeah. And she just hasn't met anybody that she likes. She doesn't. There's no. There's no point in which she goes to like 
you know, a, I mean, she does go to a college party, kind of, but there's no point where she really goes to a college party right. where it's like a frat party or something like that. Because those boys aren't any better. <laughs> no, not really. The yeah. new girl immediately meets and befriends a stoner kid. And she's looking for Pat, too. When she gets there, she's like, oh, I would like some, some herb. Mm-hmm. And they think she's talking about tea. Yeah. Like, how naive are they? And it's not like they don't smoke. Like, sure said, you know, at a party or whatever, they will. So, like, you'd think they'd get it. Yeah. But she's, and she says, oh, you're my only straight friends. Because apparently she was a big druggie. Uh, apparently, yeah. And um, they are trying to steer her away away from that guy. Through the whole movie, there's, like, all these, like, little moments where they look at each other and they like each other. And I think it's really selfish of Cher. That's the one thing I don't like that she does, that she keeps them apart. She does keep them apart for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean... But she... So, what's her name? The new girl. Mm -hmm. Was, like you said... Sky? Skylar. No. Sky. Something like that, though. Yeah, I think Sky. It's not Sky, but it's like Sky. It's, yeah... I'll get there. I'll get there. Ty. Ty. Yes. Good job. Thanks. So <laughs> Ty was a big druggie at her school. And this dude, the skate, the skater is like a big drug addict too, or right. whatever. He likes pot a lot. Right. And maybe if they'd gotten together, they would have been incredibly self-destructive. True. That's true. So maybe she was making, even though. Even though I don't think she was doing it for the right reasons, maybe she was making the right decision. Yeah. So she is taking pictures of all her friends. And let me just say, the one Amber is her name. Yes. With this crazy hair, she looks like she belongs in a Dr. Seuss book. She does. She's got, like, pigtails sticking out of the sides of her head and, like, standing up. It's like a mohawk, but heavier. Like, it defies the laws of physics and gravity. She came right out of Whoville. Yeah, it's very weird. Nobody would dress like that. No. I mean, I know that it's supposed to be a little edgier than like here in the Midwest because it's California, but mm-hmm. there's edgy and then there's fucked up. That's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> but she's taking pictures of them. And then she takes a picture of Ty with a flower and mm-hmm. and then Elton asks for a copy of it. And she's all happy and she thinks, oh, he must really like her. And then she finds out it's hanging up in his locker. Yeah. And in the meantime, they get invited to a party by the druggy guy. Was it by the drug again? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's. He oh, in said, the valley. That's right. Parties in the valley. Yeah, he said, "Hey, did you get a flyer?" And 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 shares like, "We're not going to a party in the valley. Come party with all the subhumans in the valley." <laughs> <laughs> but they find out Elton's going to this party, and he has her her picture in his locker. So, mm. oh gosh, we got to go and get you together. Let's go. So they go to the party. Yeah. D and her boyfriend get into it because he shaved. His head, that's one of the funniest parts in the movie for Marie. me. Yeah. And she's, they're arguing, and she's like, I'm going to call your mom. Mm-hmm. Don't ever shave your head. No. Please don't ever do that to me. I won't. Okay. Um, I shaved my head once. No. Yeah, I did. And what did you think? It was, it was okay. Yeah, please don't. That's gross. I'm not going to do it I mean, again. No I offense. did it just to see what it looked like. No offense to bald guys. I mean, if, you, if you're if you bald, you can't help it. And some guys look good bald. But if you have hair, you should keep it. I agree. So, <clears throat> they're, they're at the party. They're smoking pot. They play a game called Suck and Blow. Have you yeah. ever played this game? Yes. 
I never heard of this game. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I played it. Huh. Uh, and did you uh, did you pull an Elton when you played it? No. Okay. But uh, tell, tell the people what he did. Instead of uh, sucking and blowing, he let go of the card that they are passing with their mouths mm-hmm. and just laid one on share, which should have indicated to her right then that things are not going the way she wants them to. Yeah. But she is pretty stubborn. And then Ty gets hit in the well, head. She's pretty clueless. Yeah. Ta-da! Ty gets hit in the head with a shoe. Yes. <laughs> And uh, Elton is trying to keep her awake because they think she might have a concussion. So Cher thinks things are going great because he's doing that. He's doing that because <laughs> you asked him to do it. You know? Uh, he's showing the barest of human kindness. Right. He must mean he likes her. And um, then when they're all going, they get into an argument because he wants to drive Cher home and not tie. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to, as she puts it, date rape her. Yeah. He tries to put the moves on Cher. And okay. she's like, no, you know, you're supposed to be with Ty. And he's like, that doesn't make sense. Ty and I don't make sense. You and I make sense because he's a fucking asshole. He's pretty egotistical. <laughs> right? I mean, that would not have been a good thing to do to set him up with Ty because he was a fucking ass. I don't know why she liked him in the first place at all. He was one of the popular boys. That's all. That's, yeah. that's literally, it was all completely surface. That's yeah. all she knew about him. Yeah. So... She gets out of the car and he's like, you know, oh, honey, you're only hurting yourself here, babe. Mm-hmm. Just get back in the car. And she won't. And then he takes off and she's like, wait. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what was going on with that. Like, how did she think that she was just going to make him follow her for a while or he was going to follow her all the way home? Like, I what? Guess. I don't know. And she gets mugged. Yep. So she's literally arguing with this guy. About her designer dress and that she shouldn't have to lay on the ground. She has a cellular telephone, too. Yeah, which he takes. Yeah, I mean, it's a, like, I've never seen anyone own a phone like this before. Yeah, me either. They have pagers, which mm-hmm. makes sense, but they also have cell phones. Zach Morris has a cell phone, so but maybe the, it's this a California was, thing? This was, maybe, but this was smaller than that. Yeah, I don't know. It looks kind of good. Yeah, that's what her dad called her on to tell her she needed to get home. Mm-hmm. That seems like it would be annoying. Although, I mean, I guess he'd just page her. Yeah, but still, being being, being able for someone to call you at any time, not like that. Yeah, sounds kind of awful. Yeah. But she doesn't have her cell phone, so she goes to the payphone, and instead of calling her dad, I guess she doesn't want him to know where she was. She calls her stepbrother. Who we haven't talked about up to this point, right. but he's been in a few scenes. Yeah. Her stepbrother, Josh. Mm-hmm. Now, Josh, I guess, was her stepbrother very briefly. Her dad was not married to his mother for long. Two, three years or something, she says. Yeah. and uh, he, But her dad said, you divorce wives, not, not children. So, you know, he still looks at him as his son. Mm-hmm. He still hangs out all the time. So she kind of complains about that. And you see they have kind of like a little like love-hate relationship. They tease each other, whatever. He goes to save her. And um, he's with some girl. That he's dating, I guess? <laughs> yeah. He's in college. Yeah. He's not a high school boy. He's a freshman. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. The, so he's like 18 or 19. I thought he was like 19 or 20. just, just want to point that out. She's 16. Yeah. Has just turned 16. Okay. Just pointing that out. What's wrong with that? 
Just pointing it out. Okay. Anyway, he saves her. She gets into it with his girlfriend or whatever a little bit. Why are you looking at me so confused? Because I don't know why you're saying that. Because he's an adult. She's 16. Okay, I don't think there's that big of a difference between 16 and 18. If he's 18. Yeah, he might be 19. You said 20. He might be 19. He might be 20. Who knows? He might be 29. <laughs> I don't For think he's 29. He's, he took several years off. <laughs> but his name, uh, the actor's name is Paul Rudd. Yeah. So he's kind of cute, whatever. Um, I guess. I've never really seen him before, but. He's hanging around their house a lot, though. I mean, he doesn't live there, but it almost seems like he does. Mm-hmm. Like, when she's with Ty and they're doing her, their makeover and their workouts and stuff, like, he's, like, listening and watching and laughing at them. And then he kind of has, like, a little flirty thing with Ty. He does, yeah. yeah. I liked this movie a lot. I yeah. thought it was very funny. I thought the the direction was great. The writing, fantastic. The acting, first rate. Pretty much every, the, the pacing of the movie, everything. Every aspect. This is as close to a perfect movie as we've seen in a while, I think. Every aspect of this movie works exactly the way it's supposed yeah, to work. It is. It is a very, very good movie. And like I said, it just makes me want to be there and be them. And... I think I'm going to have to start talking like them more. Okay. Like, as if. You're going to be bugging? Yeah. What was your favorite part of the movie? Well, when... in Okay, so, spoiler. Uh, at the end of the movie, she mm-hmm. ends up with Josh. Right. With her stepbrother. Which is why I think why you were making such a big deal about their age difference, which is nothing. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, you really it's think nothing. You really think 16 and 18's any kind of difference? No. 16 and 18's not... A difference. Okay. So. <laughs> the fuck. Why are you so offended by my saying anything? I don't know. I just don't know why you did. Because okay. it doesn't seem. I mean, if you're going to make a creepy point about them being together, it should be that they're stepbrother and stepsister, not age well, difference. That's that's a thing, too. But it's super cute how much they like each other. Yeah, and yeah. It's fine. I don't know. That's what I liked is when they first like, like each other and when he first kisses her. And it was just like, oh. That's my favorite part. When he first kisses her? So yeah. That's pretty much the end of the film. Yeah, but oh, we didn't even talk about Christian. Or, like, she's trying to lose her virginity to Christian. That's pretty funny, too. Yeah. This gay guy that she doesn't realize is gay comes over. That they never, like, Murray says he's gay, mm-hmm. but has never outwardly said that he's gay. Right. It just is heavily implied he's gay. Yeah. He's got a lot of style. Yeah, he, her dad, when he meets him, says... Do you think that the death of Sammy Davis left an opening in the rat pack? Right. That was hilarious. It's a very funny line. Because <laughs> he dresses all like that. Yeah. His car is from the 50s. Supposedly, his parents got divorced and he's spending one semester in Chicago and one semester out there. It's weird. It's not good. Not normal. It's not good for his school. Yeah. His social life. Yeah. It's it's weird and dumb, and I don't approve of it. <laughs> I don't know what judge allowed that to happen. I've I've heard of weirder things. I've heard of kids having to go um, every other night at a different parent's house. Hmm. That sounds jarring. But do they live close together? Well, they'd have to because they have to go to the same school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
This is like this is terrible. This is spend one semester in this school, go another semester in this school, and then do, go back to do the your other trade. School. Do your grades transfer? How does this yeah, work? Of like, they do. so he's going to transfer grades there, and then transfer those grades back, yes. and then transfer those grades there. I switch schools almost every year in elementary school, and yes, your grades continue to go with you. No, I under, I understand that, but I'm saying it just doesn't make a lot of sense. He's going to cover a lot of things over again, like. They're not going to be on the same lesson plan or anything. It might be in history, maybe covering the same things. Oh, just that'd constantly. be awful. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he's going to have be, a talk with his parents. He's going to be an expert on the War of 1812 and nothing else. <laughs> but I think this is like my favorite movie now. Absolutely, my it's favorite. It's pretty good. Movie. It's it's one of the best ones we've seen this year. And it, like I said, it makes me want to be rich. And so I can go shopping and this, dress uh, like Cher. This movie is what pushed it over the line, huh? <laughs> Being rich sounds pretty good, but I don't know. I mean, it seems like it might be a lot of work. Oh, but wait, no. Cher's having a good time. You know what else I liked about it, too, is when she's walking around and figuring out that she likes Josh. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's that fountain scene in the background. It reminded me of Gigi. I yeah. I love that movie. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Do you think that's an homage to Gigi? Yeah, okay. for sure. All right, well, good. Good discussion. <laughs> well, no, because the guy's wandering around. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen Gigi. So, so the, the guy is wandering around trying to figure out why does this girl piss me off so much? And why am I? So, and then he's like, oh, my gosh, I'm in love with her. And like then the fountain goes off and stuff. So, yeah, it's like a light bulb. Gigi. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like a light Makes bulb. Sense. But Gigi was before they had lights, right? Uh, no. They had electric light. It's a black and white musical, but I don't think it was before electricity. No, I mean the time when it takes place doesn't it take place in like eighteen eighty. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know anything about it to be honest. With you. <laughs> anyway, never seen it. I've heard of it, but I don't know. I don't even know what the plot summary of Gigi is. Well, if you have a problem with age difference, this movie will really get you. Why is he like seventy? He's an adult. And she's living with her grandmother, and she's like, I don't know, 14. And, uh, <laughs> like, she grows up to be, I don't know, 16, maybe 17. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he comes back around, and it's a and, real Lolita situation. Huh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, good for him. <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh, that's gross. But I can't even mention an age well, difference. Like, Without you scowling at me. He's like 30. He's like old. I mean. (laughs) Okay. Paul Rudd in this movie is like, you know, 20 maybe. I don't know. Not old. Okay. Not old. That is the difference. All right. Not old. (laughs) Old versus not old. 30 versus 20. Yeah, that that is a difference. Mm -hmm. That is definitely a difference. Especially when it comes to a teenage girl dating them. Yep. I agree. I, 16 and 18 is not a big deal. If he's 20, it's bordering on a bigger deal, <laughs> to admit, in my mind. Well, But I the dad think, seems fine with it. So Yeah, the dad figured out before either one of them. Oh, yeah, he knew. <laughs> he looked so fucking amused. It was great. I don't know. Everybody just see this movie. It's a very good film. And uh, Go and see it. Check it out. Help classic take off. Yeah. Tell them your classic story. Oh, come on. Why? <laughs> you so you can you make fun to. of me again? I'm not going to make fun of you. I want to know if there are other people out there 
who agree with you okay. that this is possible. When I was younger than I am at this moment right. in time, I we had a teacher who would write a different word on the board every day. And one day he wrote classic and he gave the definition, uh, you know, the, the normal definition of classic. I decided to use the word as if it meant cool, basically cool or great, you know, as like an exclamation of joy. So I started doing that all the time. Friend of mine moved to Los Angeles about a year before this movie was made. And he was a big advocate of this. Like, he loved it that, that I did this. And, and all the kids in my school also started saying this, right? So now it turns out, it turns up in this movie where they say it, I think, two or three times. Where they, they say classic, you know, right. like that. And I think that, that they got that from me. I think that's where that came from. Okay. I've never heard anybody else say it in that way other than me and the people around me and in this movie. And your friend moved to where this movie was made. So Correct. He took classic with him. That's my, that is my theory. Okay. If you think that that's plausible, then write us at uh, latefee1994 at AOL.com. And if you think I'm an idiot, write and tell <laughs> us at AOL or 1994 Whatever. Light fee 1994 at AOL.com. Well, here's the thing, too, okay? Anybody who is not in Michigan or California, yeah, let us know if you've heard people use the word yes. classic yes. for cool. Yep, that's what I want to know. Because that will confirm or poke holes in his theory. Correct. So let us know. Anyway. But, um, yeah, everybody, go see it. Yeah, Go see the movie. Go listen to our tapes. Yes. That's it for this week. <laughs> I'm done. All right. Bye.